You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. So when I do these solos, as opposed to the interviews, um, the interviews are the sandwich part of Zen Sandwich. Uh, But when I do these solos, um, it's not bullshit. It's not. It works, all of it. The Zen stuff, the gratitude, the breathing, a little bit of meditation, living in the present, all of that stuff works. It's practical. It's a good way to live and enjoy your life. But, but, although I have studied this stuff and continue to, does not mean I can do it well. (laughs) Um, Look, I've studied American football literally all of my conscious life, like since I was five years old. Uh, But if I'm honest, I, I can't catch a pass to save my wife's life. I use her as an example because she's more important to me than I am to myself. But um, I'm sorry, Haruka, if, if if someone holds me to gunpoint and says, hey, man, go long and catch this pass of this regulation size football that will be perfectly thrown to you or your wife will die. Um, if she's standing there next to me, I'd have to look at her and say, um, I'm really sorry, Hadika, but your chances do not look good. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I know all of the dynamics of how to do it. I know how the ball should be thrown, how it should be caught, how plays work, passing routes, what defenses uh, should line up against different offensive sets. But I can't do any of the shit, right? So I, I thought I'd take a twist on things today and reveal one of the one of my flaws in practicing this stuff that I do talk about, this way of thinking. Um, And why would I do that? Uh, Because I am not holier than thou. (laughs) I am in this, this muck called life, just like you. And I'm doing this with you. You know, I I try to do the research for you so that you don't have to. Um, And and for my own benefit, because I, I keep trying myself. I go to my books, to my knowledge. i been studying for over 25 years since college. I've got a master's in religion and you know that's that's how I come up with topics, but as I've stressed before, there's no end goal. It's not like I've achieved something. Uh, you know, I mean I do have some success with some of this stuff, but uh I <laughs> you know, I'm still going at it too. So, it's best to stop thinking of it that way. Uh like, hey, if I do this, then I'm fixed or whatever, you know. It's a practice that just keeps going forever. So, let me talk about what I suck at <laughs> and what, and what I got to get better at. Uh expectations. Uh and the, and that the zen thought, the idea is to eliminate expectations. Uh, or put another way, expectations are a form of attachment. You know, attachments lead to suffering of some form. So when you expect people to behave a certain way, or you expect to get a, a job promotion, or you expect uh, your your 
football team to win the game on Saturday. That's an attachment. And if it doesn't happen, you feel disappointed. You know, i.e. you suffer a little bit. Um, I mean, disappointment's not that harsh of a form of suffering. It can be. I've <laughs> I've cried over football games before. But, uh, you know, attachments lead to suffering and expectations are attachments. Um, I have expectations all the time about this podcast, uh, about how much exercise I'm going to do this week, um, or whether my wife's going to do the laundry, <laughs> you name it all the time. Actually, I don't expect her to do that, but, uh, <laughs> so let, actually let me distinguish between hope and expectation. It's fine to have hope. Hope is a good thing. It is an aspiration for goodness. I mean, hopefully you're going to hope for something good and not something evil. But like, you know, for example, we all hope COVID will go away. Um, But it's the expectation that it will or that it will by a certain time that causes suffering. Whether it's, you know, we're tired of wearing masks or you're scared of getting a vaccine. You don't want to get get a vaccine. If you have an expectation that COVID is just going to go away in your time frame, um, then you're probably going to be disappointed and, you know, i.e. suffer in a small way. But um, but hope all you want. I, I still hope my wife will do the laundry. <laughs> and for the record, I do the laundry sometimes, but I don't expect her. It, that's like my least favorite chore, so <laughs> I will admit that. But um, But I don't expect her to. But, you know, let's be honest. She knows that if she doesn't, we're both going to have stinkier clothes because my overall concern for cleanliness is far lower than hers. Um, okay, so I still have uh, expectations. I get them all the time. What's the solution? Gradually weed that shit out. Train your brain. Train your mind. The idea is here to cultivate this thought. Acceptance of the now... Which I talk about a lot here, but this, uh, I'm going in a little bit different direction here, uh, talking about expectations. So acceptance of the now and not what the might be. And I think we, we get lost in what the might be, good or bad, a lot of times. Look, ex- expectations will continue to pop up in your mind. And some expectations are founded in concrete reality. I mean, you can reasonably expect the zombie apocalypse won't happen tonight. You can expect that with a fair amount of certainty. But what will tomorrow bring in terms of happiness or sorrow or excitement or boredom? Carefully weed those expectations out. And expectations do grow like weeds. They're going to continue to sprout here and there. That's fine. But be mindful of them. Both high and low expectations are weeds. Pull them out. Let me approach this from one other angle. Uncertainty. Zen would say, embrace it. Embrace the uncertainty of life. I don't know if you've ever been snow skiing. And growing up in Alabama, I had not ever been myself until I was in my early 20s. Um, the first time I came to, to Japan, I lived in Nagano, where the Winter Olympics were in 1998. And I was surrounded by a lot of mountains and ski resorts. And, and I picked it up at that time. And now I love to ski, right? You know, but I guess it's kind of relevant that I grew up in Alabama and didn't, you know, I didn't grow up with a set of skis on my feet. I had to learn as an adult. And uh, so it was, 
you know, it was scary and I'm still not good at it. <laughs> but as long as I don't try to tackle a hill or a mountain beyond my skill level, you know, it's an exhilarating experience. If, if you haven't ever been before, you know, you can, it may not, if you see it on TV, it may not look like it's that fast, but you are flying down a mountain, even like the, the bunny hill, the, 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 uh, the beginner slope <laughs> when you're riding those skis, uh, or a snowboard down that snowy or maybe even icy mountain with bumps beneath your skis and you can feel the, the, you know, your skis sort of wave over these little bumps and turns and, um, you know, the speed at which you're going is overwhelming. It's frightening, but you learn to embrace that excitement, that thrill. It becomes a kind of exciting, you know, uh, thrill of gliding down the mountain, not knowing precisely how it's going to go. I mean, you hope you don't crash, but, uh, and you have to make adjustments on the fly. You know, you turn here, or switch back and forth. And anyway, you, yes, you do gain some mastery over the whole process, but you don't control the mountain that you're on or the other skiers who may be coming in your direction or, or you may be heading in theirs. Um, you just have to navigate the whole thing the other people, the bombs from moment to moment. The point is, if we can learn to ride the continuous uncertainty of our lives without exact expectations, like we're skiing down a mountain, staying open each moment to what unfolds, we can live without as much stress and anxiety and just be present with what is happening. In fact, when you do this, when you view life from this perspective, you learn to even enjoy yourself in the middle of it. Yes, in the middle of the exciting uncertainty. Now, how do we do this? I can hear you asking that. And for me, to be curious about what is unfolding with each particular moment, to transform anxiety into curiosity, it only takes that simple shift in perspective. And that's it. It's that easy to feel the turbulence of life and feel it with assuredness that, look, you've made it this far, you'll make it to the next thing. Whether that's moving houses, changing jobs, or skiing down a hill, or whatever. It's about surrendering and acceptance. And I don't mean surrender as in throw up your hands and say, I give up, nothing goes my way. Don't mean that. I mean surrendering as in trusting that you can deal with whatever does come up in life. It means dealing with what's right in front of you now, in this moment. You can't deal with or predict every possible scenario that the future holds. So figure out what needs to be done right now. Do that. Learn to love this moment as it unfolds, as it is. You can't know what is going to happen next. But whatever is happening in your life now is completely new. Even if you are, if you think that you're in a rut and your life is boring, your thoughts in this very moment are new, are unique. And if you're willing to see it this way, that life is a, a beautiful surprise, open your eyes to what is in front of you and, and fall in love with it moment by moment, you embrace the uncertainty. You can let go of expectations. Here's your five minutes in. Enjoy every sandwich. That's it. You heard me. 
take today or whenever, you know, and, and think the thought, enjoy every sandwich. Let me tell you why I use this expression. Warren Zevon, uh, he said this on David Letterman. If you're a music buff, you know exactly who this is. Um, and if you don't, just Google Warren Zevon. Uh, you will have heard his songs, I assure you. Um, it'd take me a whole episode to go into uh, what a legend this person is. So he was on Letterman after having received a, a terminal diagnosis for lung cancer, mesothelioma. And um, Letterman asked him, you know, what he learned about life after receiving this diagnosis, his fate. And he did, he died less than a, a little about a, le- a little less than a year after this episode. Uh, he, but he famously said, among other things, enjoy every sandwich. <laughs> and this was later the title of a tribute album to Warren Zevon, made by famous musicians such as Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan, just to give you an idea of what a legend this guy was. So that's your five minutes in today. And, I mean, really it's 30 seconds in to think about it, but think about it all day. When you encounter an expectation in your life today, whatever it is, whether it's a, about your kid's performance in school or whether your wife's going to do the laundry, <laughs> uh, weed that expectation out. Get rid of it. And instead, just enjoy every sandwich. That's it. Uh, hey, help out the show if you can. Uh, go to patreon.com slash and throw us three bucks that is for the whole month, not like each show, just like three bucks for a month's worth of episodes. Uh, if that doesn't work for you right now, that's fine. I'm glad you're listening. Just uh, tell somebody else about us. Awesome. Uh, I love you guys. This show continues to grow. Uh, it's been an interesting, it's it's almost at six months old now. And, um, you know, it's <laughs> it, it's been steadily growing and that's great. So uh, keep it up, be kind and calm, keep breathing, and I will see you next time.